This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 177 of Horsemanship Radio, brought to you by Hands-On Gloves. All-in-one shedding, bathing, grooming gloves. Horsemanship Radio is part of the family of the Horse Radio Network. And today we have two gentlemen, hugely supportive of our horse habits. This is Debbie Lauks, and you're listening to the Horsemanship Radio. Thanks for joining us. Horsemanship Radio airs on the 1st and the 15th of the month, and I have my producer, of course, Jen, with me today. How are you? Hi-ho, Debbie. Fun and games today. Oh, it is kind of a fun day today. We, we have uh, a gentleman all the way from the Cayman Islands who's going to be calling in. Very chill. He says he's been sipping something on the beach before his interview. <laughs> so Yay. a lot of fun. And then we have a, a young guy who is really shaking it up in the pet care industry. And his roots go back to horses in his, in his growing up years. There we go. That's pretty cool stuff. And yes. as we record... This here episode of Horsemanship Radio in February of 2021, has California gotten off of lockdown yet? Yes and no, and yes and no, and yes and no. It oh, it changes hourly, doesn't it? Pretty much, and the county. <laughs> so It depends on what county you're talking about and, yeah, what day of the week. Um, it's starting to loosen up, I would say. You know, in ag, we're out on a... Uh, 70 acre plus 20 acre area, which, you know, poor baby here, I know, but we get to spread out quite a bit. So we actually have maintained a pretty hectic schedule, frankly. Our numbers are reduced in the courses, of course, because we can't get all our Europeans over here. It's usually full of accents around here. And, and they're in lockdown, which has created more of a quiet atmosphere here. But man, the students that get to come get a lot of attention. So that part has been a, a bonus to them. And I think it's been fun for us to be able to keep going and having our courses and having our transition horses here, part of the transition adoption program. And um, so so, yeah, we stay pretty busy. We just don't get to eat inside of restaurants. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I know you guys have been just going like gangbusters with the horses in transition programs where you're bringing in horses who need new careers and giving them a good solid foundation before uh, helping them move on to new owners. Has that been keeping you guys pretty busy? Is it pretty cool? And how many horses in transition do you have there ready for new homes? Oh, such good questions. There's a paragraph on each one of those. Yeah, thanks. We are busy with our transition horse program, mostly because it's so much fun. We're like, it's we prioritized it. We don't want to do anything else. We just want to play <laughs> with the horses. And so, so we're having fun setting things up and getting these guys desensitized. We have a lot of thoroughbreds right now, um, which which we've had we've had the we've had appendix paints and we've had Mustangs, we've had saddlebreds, we've had pretty much across the gamut. But right now we are um, loaded with big, beautiful war horses, OTTBs, off the track thoroughbreds, or some that didn't even go to the racetrack or some that raced a couple of years and, uh, you know, just decided they didn't want to run anymore or the owners didn't want to pay anymore. <laughs> so they, well, there's so a lot they, of reasons. Yeah. 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 A lot of reasons. And, we're really not working with any abuse. We're working mostly with sort of untrained, big, 
athletes. Although one of the thoroughbreds won over $650,000 and moly. it's nine years old and big athletic, going to be a jumper. I mean, he's, he's going to be amazing. And uh, yeah, and they're going, they're flying back out the door as soon as we have four to six weeks on them. That seems to be the transition time for these OTTBs that are coming out of mostly the Southern California racetracks and from the adoption partners of the Ride Horse Initiative, which is a program of the ASPCA. So they're, you know, we've already have vet checks on them and we have uh, a complete list of things that they have to live up to before they come here because we focus on the training. And we're not focused on OTTBs. We're just focused on getting horses in here that just need some polish, remedial. We've got a biter. Mithril was so today is February 11th. Mithril was cut on, he lost his brain on January 4th um, and was really bitey and a big thick neck when he came right after that. He's the most docile, loving, Jen, don't look on our website. You, you'll you want to take him home. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's so the problem. Cool. I'm on the website oh. right now. I went to MontyRoberts.com and all the way up in the top right-hand corner, it says adopt. Yes. And then I clicked on it. Dangerous. See, now I'm going to be all distracted for the rest of the show. <laughs> They're so beautiful. They're so beautiful. And, you know, I mean, the thoroughbred business, what can I say? They they overbred, you know, they, they there's they a spares, lot of really leftovers. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's an inventory out there and a lot of really cool athletes with uh, no reason not to have a home. So um, I, I hope people will go there. Yeah, thank you for that. MontyRoberts.com forward slash adopt gets you right there. Yeah. And uh, Papri- we're going to be... Paprika is calling to me. She's a redheaded thoroughbred and she's Irish. Oh she is. Gosh. Yeah, and we have a, a, a gray Lorien who actually bred in Ireland and... Um, I mean, he he's he was uh, his parents were in Ireland and came here, right? And uh, he is oh my gosh, he's a roan gray. He um, you know kind of like there's a little red. Ugh, he's and he's chill and he's got these eyes that are like Arab eyes. You know, it's just the almond eyes. It's just gorgeous. Anyway, and it's not just looks, folks. <laughs> They're really cool <laughs> horses too. <laughs> um, yeah, you can tell we're excited about it, but it's fun because we're using them in the Monty Special Training this week, and there we used them, you know, in the courses, the Horsemanship 101s that are coming up right now. We're using them in that. They're chill enough that the actual layman can get in. There. Oh, we're using them in our Horse Sense and Healing for the veterans and first responders, and uh, yeah. So, like that, um, there's. I mean, these horses don't come off the track ready for the trail. So we go to work. We really roll our sleeves up and start the desensitizing uh, portion of it, the the ground manners portion of it, um, and the riding. We have a, a lovely rider named Natalie who has just been great. And then we have interns that are coming in from the Ride Horse Initi- Initiative Adoption Partners. Right now, we have uh, Elizabeth who's coming from Wind Place Home, and she, which is just in Southern California here. She's an actress. She's been in suits and and lots of shows that you'd recognize the name of and she's lovely but she's a horse girl that's all she wants to do and so she's both ridden and working from the ground with these horses and we have Lori here from Ohio right now who's the executive director of a adoption partner there runs the whole place as a rescue and um, we like to call them transition or adoption partners now and not so much rescue anymore but they do take the owner surrenders you know and and uh, it started off as a place where it was um, the police visited a lot and said what do you want me to do with this horse you know and so they took all those in and but now they're taking owner relinquish 
uh, they'll, you know, they'll actually vet those too. So we're saving a lot of horses, Jen. We're yeah. saving a lot. And one of the things we're offering too is some of these people who are adopting the horses say, well, you know, I really would like to see some more rides on them, you know, before I, I really take over. And so they can keep them in training here too. It, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to keep a lid on the prices even to keep them in training too. So that, okay. uh, you know, if somebody wants some polish on them beyond what we do to get them adoptable, um, we are offering that too. So that's kind of, that's, that's just something that has grown out of the program too. But uh, anyway, so we, we don't want anybody to fail. That's the theme here is, right. you know, I don't Set want to fail success. lives of a yep. horse. Yep. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep. Okay, so it's fine. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna close Paprika's page Good on moneyroberts.com, and I looked up her. I looked <laughs> up get her, her all the way to Florida. <laughs> yeah, I looked up her bloodlines, and I have a type because my horse is a storm stormcat grandson, and so oh, yeah. she's a grand stormcat granddaughter. So there look we at go. see how you know. I these have things. a type. You yeah. do. You have an eye for the type too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, there's there's a commonality in the eye and the lower lip. Ah, yeah. See. That's, that's that's where cool. I said, oh, I recognize that face. She's and, she, and a, yeah, she's she's yeah. Somebody's gonna get a beautiful mare too. She's she a tank. really yeah. She's gorgeous. And she, yeah, and she came. She came. You know, uh, last year, twenty twenty, the end of last year, because we started the pilot in October. Um, so she's got actually a lot of training. You know, we kind of went quiet in December, but we kept training on her. And so when the world kind of went quiet at Christmas, she just kept working. So we've got a lot of work on her yeah, too. She's so. a she's a big old tank. That one. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to hear from our title sponsor, Hands On Gloves. If you have, if you're not familiar with them, you're going to want to hear this. And then when we come back, we're going to have a chat with George. Hi, I'm Monty Roberts, and am I excited to bring you the news of a revolutionary new all-in-one shedding, bathing, grooming tool: Hands On Gloves. They are fantastic. And you believe me, I've tried them all. Hands-on outperforms traditional curry combs, shedding blades, metal bristles, and all those things. Most animals will gravitate to you for more grooming and petting time. If you wear them, your animals will love you more for it. While using the hands-on gloves, you can easily handle water hoses, shampoo bottles, lead ropes, leashes, and anything you want with them on your hands. They are easy to clean and they massage muscles and stimulate circulation while helping to distribute natural oils for a healthy skin and coat. Hands-on is changing the way we bathe, de-shed, and groom our animals forever. Hands-on gloves. They are fantastic. George Novak was born in the shadow of the Bavarian Alps. But he loves palm trees, sandy beaches, and a tropical sun. And so he moved to the Cayman Islands, where he's composed about 2,000 songs and recorded 500. Although he grew up in German schools and paid little attention as a teenager in his English classes, he's written two books in English now. And he's to the Caribbean what Jimmy Buffett is to Key West. But everyone knows him as only as barefoot, and his wife loves horses. Well, welcome. We have George Novak calling in to us all the way from the Cayman Islands. Are you on a beach, George? 
I actually am on the beach. Well, we're going to we're going to tell the story a little bit about you and your wife and horses today. I'd like to get Regina back into this story <laughs> so that you're you've got her tied in, but I know it has to be through horses that you actually get to spend some time with her. How does that work? My wife uh, is originally from Canada, and uh, when she was very young, her father uh, bought her a horse and she became a horse fanatic and uh then we we uh hooked up uh over 25 years ago uh when she was down here in the cayman islands as a as a tourist and uh anyway so after a while we kept communicating and we she she visited and we tied the knot etc had some children and uh but of course from the moment she arrived here, I mean, she loved the sun and she loved the sand and the fishing, but she really missed uh, her horses. And so bringing a horse here at the time was literally impossible unless you had lots of money yeah. uh, because they would have to, you know, fly it in in a, like almost you have to rent a, Federal Express jet and fly it down from Canada <laughs> and quarantine, right? Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that was way beyond yeah. my, uh, <laughs> way beyond my budget. So she purchased a horse here and through her riding experience, we have a place here called the Equestrian Center. They, there's maybe just roughly 15, 20 horses there she uh, ended up being a teacher there. She she would teach the beginners, okay? Oh, lesson givers. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then once they got to a certain level, uh, somebody else would go from there and et cetera, et cetera. So that that was sort of her full-time job here for for many years. She's been through a few horses here. Most of the horses here are I don't even I don't even know what the proper word is, you know, you might adopt a dog and he's just a mutt, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. So I don't know what the, the horse version of a mutt is. <laughs> there's so, there's a lot of different versions, but I mean, you're, I think what you're saying is the breeds can be mixed. I love that you're a pure horse husband. You're you're a great horse husband. And, and you've, you've taken her through a I couple no of choice. horses now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So over the years, she's had a few horses and then... Um, there was a very wealthy, wealthy lady living on the island, and she had purchased two Holsteiner mm-hmm. uh, horses, which she shipped in from Germany, and of course, uh, it cost her a fortune. And anyway, <laughs> uh, and she brought them in for her children as sort of a gift, because the kids had everything else, and they had the jet skis, and they had everything else. So my wife ended up teaching these children riding to make a long story short they just weren't too interested so the horses just sort of were ignored so she would mm-hmm. make a regular point of you know riding them because you know she's a horse person and then after a while the lady this very very wealthy lady um she just gave my wife one of the horses uh, okay a horse um, nice. which, and 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 i guess you you ladies would know Horses of that caliber, they come with birth certificates and 
Yes. The whole shebang, and apparently this is a really expensive, nice horse. Of course, my wife nice was in, pedigree. In, in, she was in seventh heaven, so now she's one of these ladies on the island uh, who has probably one of the... Uh, I mean, we're, we're a small island, so she's got one of the nicest horses on the yeah. island, which she's very proud of. I'm uh, glad. She sounds, sounds yeah. like she works hard to keep it, though. So Regina works at um, at a bird sanctuary, which I think is interesting. So she is helping pay for some of that horse upkeep, right? you damn right. See? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like well, to hear. Basically, what, what, what happened is she, she finally stopped the teaching. You know, she would be, regularly be exercising the horses at the stable, not just hers, you know, and so her hands started bothering her. So she, she started having little problems with that. She's basically a, a, a zookeeper yeah. now who still spends 50% of her, if not more, time with her horse. Right. I love that. You guys are such a odd couple in a lot of ways. <laughs> you tell- <laughs> Me, I mean, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, most of the ladies who have their horses here, their husbands are lawyers and doctors. Okay, it's and true. and my wife is just a zookeeper married to a, a minstrel. Just, yeah, <laughs> but it, it must be wonderful because you wrote a terrific song about the whole situation, and yeah. I love that you you are tr- at this crossroads trying to decide if your wife loves you or the horse more. And tell us a little bit about the background on the song that we're going to play for our listeners. So out of the blue, my wife says, you know, you need to write me, write me a song, you know, and, <laughs> and don't you owe me a song. And she, and actually she was right. Cause I would write about just about anything. You know, I'm really t- number two on the totem pole. Okay. <laughs> and the, the, the horse is number one. That's, and there's no way of getting around it. Okay. And so of you course, know. Anybody listening to your show, I'm sure knows if they're a, if they're a husband to a, a their wife is a horse lover. Uh-huh. I mean, that's their life that you just don't see them. You know, they're right. they're always with the horse. Is there a problem okay? with that? I I yeah. don't understand. Well, no, no, no. You know what? <laughs> you know what? It it makes her happy. You know, you know, it's, it's sort of it, it's sort of like you know if I go, I love the fish. So if I go fishing a lot, it's like don't complain. Okay, that's what I love to do. I be- I believe you. I you know I, there is no- we level that out. You know. Yeah, exactly. I I totally believe you. I think you've got yeah. it all balanced. You've been together long yeah. enough too. Tell me about um, uh, the little things that sometimes annoy a horse husband. I'll have dinner ready, and and we're we're, we're going to go out on a date or something, and she'll call. Well, the horse isn't feeling good. I'll be a little late tonight. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, and, and that gets annoying. And at the end of the day, when I talk to my daughter on the side, who's yeah. a veterinarian, she says, well, dad, it was really nothing, but you know how mom is. Oh. So, you know, so, or, or when we go, we really don't have anything like a tech shop here on the island. So our, what we do is people who live on the island here, you, you go shopping maybe once every four or five months, we take a trip to Miami or to Tampa or Orlando or somewhere. Um, and of course, her favorite place to go the is Ocala, which oh, is yes. big, horse, big horse country. And uh, 
she has all of these tax stores she wants to stop at, and it's like I'm just going in for for a whip, a new whip, or I'm just going in to pick up a, a hat. And of course, by the time she comes back with the bill, yeah. Oh well, and you know what? If she's happy, I'm happy. That's that's happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Okay, George. Yeah. Yeah. That that's so much fun, and thank you for being so supportive of us horse wives, us equestrians. If it's very nice of you to be a horse husband. So, and there's your dog. What kind of dog do you have? I have. We actually have four dogs. This oh, is a- of course you do. Well, I think it'll be fun for the listeners now to jump in and listen to. Would you like to introduce this song? Okay, this is the one called "Since She Rides Horses." I know several other uh, husbands on the island whose wives are into horses, and the the joke is always, "Hey, I just see her anymore." Okay, and and so through that line, I wrote I wrote this song, and also like, uh, you know, I can't find a beer uh, in my refrigerator because it's full of carrots. So <laughs> I put all this together in, into a song, and 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 it made made this song called Since She Rides Horses, I Don't See Her No More. And that's how it sort of got started. Oh, let's listen in. Okay. And there we go. Since she rides horses, I don't see her no more. She only comes home to clean her boots and saddle. Then she walks out the door Oh, I miss her More than ever before Since she rides horses I don't see her no more We all need a hobby We all need our space But I'm starting to think That four-legged stallion is taking my place Got a fridge full of carrots Can't find a cold beer And she's burning up my credit card On her riding gear Since she rides horses I don't see her no more she only comes home to clean her boots and saddle and she walks out the door. Oh, I miss her more than ever before. Since she rides horses, I don't see her no more. A rebellious kind But since she started Walking with a gallop I think she's crossed the line I better stop fishing Spend some time on the farm And look for the girl I'm missing In that dirty old bar Since she rides horses, 
I don't see her no more She only comes home to clean her boots and saddle And she walks out the door Oh, I miss her more than ever before Since she rides horses I don't see her no more Since she rides horses I don't see her no more. Ah, well, that is so great, George. I'm so glad that you shared that with us. It was fun to get it in an email saying, uh, here, you know, here's the barefoot man calling in from Cayman Islands. Help me. I'm a, I'm a horse husband. And so I love sharing that with our listeners. How do people find you? CDbaby.com. Or uh, iTunes, uh, just simply look up Barefoot Man or The Barefoot Man. And the easiest of all, if they go right into my website, uh, barefootman.com. All right. Well, I think you're more fun than Jimmy Buffett. So thanks for being on the show. Hi, Debbie. I just had to write and tell you how much I'm enjoying Monty's podcast on Horsemanship Radio. You and Monty and your podcast guests are my company every evening while I'm feeding, cleaning, and finishing up barn chores for the day. I especially enjoyed the recent podcast 158 because so many of the guys that Monty talked about, and especially Greg Ward, were heroes of mine when I was growing up. It was really fun to be a fly on the wall listening to Monty recount all those stories. And I also enjoyed his discussion with Tanya Johnston about the deer and sigmotaxis. Thanks for all the great information you and your dad are spreading throughout the world. And thanks for making the time doing my barn chores, no chore at all. All the best, Nan Meek. As an adult, Jay Michelson owned a production company that produced movies, TV commercials, and documentaries, including Exterminators, Legend of Hell's Gate, and American one grand champion, and his award-winning documentary, In a Whisper. A few of Jay's national TV commercials include Dr. Pepper, American Airlines, Chevy, DirecTV, and Doritos. When Jay got fed up with Hollywood and a sick of people ripping off his ideas, it was his youth growing up with animals and the movie In a Whisper that made him want to get back to animals and animal people. So this is the first company that Jay has owned that invents and manufactures products. Jay's idea was to provide a superior product to replace all those antiquated grooming tools and devices, which performed marginally during grooming, bathing, and shedding. Hands-on gloves are a revolutionary concept that reaches far beyond the traditional curry combs, mitts, scrubbers, and shedders on the market today. Jay and his family are animal people committed to developing superior products to share with others who ride, train, ranch, work outdoors, compete at all levels, and simply love spending time with their pets. Well, welcome, Jay Michelson of Hands on Gloves. But I want to say you're from the horse world, not just hands on gloves like a product. You actually love animals and you grew up with them. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You bet. Thank you, Debbie, for having me. And uh, yes, and I, I'm not just a, a product maker that thinks they know something that, that will sell. Um, yeah. As a kid growing up with horses and, and dogs, bathing and grooming my whole life, I 
didn't understand why my parents kept buying these antiquated tools and things that just marginally worked. Um, the curry comb, great. How many times have you dropped a curry comb? <laughs> I can't count. <laughs> it's hard to hold yeah. on to, and it doesn't yeah. work. And so, yeah, so growing up, I, I lived through all those tools, the, the metal blades, you know that hurts, um, yeah. and not to jump too far forward, but I wouldn't rub that down my arm or back or stomach or leg. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that, that's kind of the, the background of, of me as a kid growing up with horses and dogs and just wondering why we didn't have this product on the market. Yeah. Well, I, I love it when an animal lover seeks out a better way and and a better way to be fair with animals. And you're on yeah. that list. So what kind of horses were you scrounged around on those legs with when you were a kid? <laughs> um, quarter horses. Yeah. And, uh, and I have a lot of Arabian friends and we have battles back and forth even to this day. Um, <laughs> with, with the business that we have, um, I got signed up for... Uh, an Arabian world uh, show stuff that they send texts out. And I sent all of my Arabian friends texts like, you signed me up for this, didn't you? <laughs> so we, we have fun. But yeah, I grew up on quarter horses and I've done everything from Western pleasure to running and roping. Um, I, I, I had the best horse in the world. His name was Happy Assets and the, the owner, um, that sold him to us every time he came over. We were friends with him. He just was beside himself that, number one, he gelded him, and number two, that he sold him. (laughs) The best horse. And he would have fun with me and pick up any discipline, yet I could put an 80-year-old grandmother on him, and he would put his head down and babysit or put a kid on him, head down, babysit. He was just the best horse. And that that was my experience growing up on one of the best horses in the world. And yeah. So, yeah. Happy assets. That's awesome. Happy yeah. assets. <laughs> That's a great quarter horse name. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, exactly. we, have, <laughs> we have my mom's uh, named a horse, a homebred called uh, Steel Buns. And, okay. uh, and because of his breeding, uh, but we call him Bunny so that we Bunny. don't get in trouble. <laughs> it reminds me of happy assets, but so I, I'm curious. We we heard a little bit about your background, and you owned a production company, and I'm curious what caused that moment that you turned toward animals and and away from Hollywood. Yeah, I I had a production company. Um, I I've made several movies and um, a lot of high end commercials. And it, it was just, I, I got fed up with it. And, and through that, um, I did In a Whisper, which is a cult. It was the start of the cult starting competitions. And um, that got stolen away from me many times over. And, uh, but that, I, I just went back to that. When I got sick of Hollywood, I was like, I'm done with this rat race and all of these people. And there's a lot of great people in Hollywood. Don't take that away from this conversation, but I just, yeah. I was fed up. I do, I wanted to get back to animals and animal people. And with that in a whisper documentary that I did, I, it was fun. I was around animal people and animals for the first time in a long time again. And I was like, yes, this yeah. is what I want to get back to. And so I went to my wife and I was like, I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. out. Let's go make these gloves. And she looked at me and she's the biggest animal lover in the world, even, and I, I thought I was, but no, <laughs> she, 
<laughs> she's way more than me. Um, and she looked at me and went, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, she agrees with me. Oh, good. There you go. And yeah. this will be easy, right? Uh, well. <laughs> so we, we, yeah, we sold the company and quit. And I sat in the garage building <laughs> prototypes. Yeah. <laughs> and it took four and a half years to get it right. It, it, it was just in that, uh, we are, we knew early on, we're like, that's why these aren't on the market <laughs> because they were really hard to make right. And we struggled for four and a half years looking at each other going, did we make a mistake here? <laughs> but we stuck with it and, and, uh, we, we did it. So we're, we're happy about that. I certainly did. I mean, it almost begs the question of like, why hasn't somebody done this before? Because there's, so, I mean, I'm now going to sound like a features and benefits article on your, your hands on gloves, but, but it fits, but it stays on the nubs are, I mean, all that was probably what you were struggling with over the four and a half years, right? It was. Yeah. I went through so many different designs and moved the nodules here and moved the nodules there on the fingers and the palms. And, and this one, just work the best across the board. And so that's what we ended up with. But yeah, that was the struggle. And then I, beyond that, it was the struggle. We had to make a whole new manufacturing process just to get the nodules to stay on. Oh, <laughs> really? That, that was yeah. a huge day. Yeah. They would just fall off. And we like, okay, well, we got to try something different. Um, so, but, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, I mean, struggles from the design all the way through how to actually manufacture the gloves. Um, that was the struggle. You know, I don't know if you did any of this part, but when when we were when you first sent some to us uh, so that we could have a play with them, th the thing that I look for is the horse's head relaxing, the eyes getting off, the licking and chewing. Did you do any kind of experimenting on horses? You know, kind of to see what knobs worked where nub the nub. You, you bet we did. Yeah, and and it works on. Um, let's just start with dogs. Um, I, we have four rescues right now. We've always had rescues and, um, they've had some issues in their prior life, but they, they hate to be groomed. They hate those metal bristle brushes and blades and typical devices that we use for way too long. Um, but they love the gloves because they don't even know they're getting yeah. groomed. They're getting a loving massage. And that's the cool part about the gloves is it doesn't rip and cut the hair out, um, which is painful and it damages the coat. And, um, but yeah, that's, we have those. And then the first show I ever went to, um, a lady came to me, she had a big, huge rescue and she had a zebra that, that she couldn't even touch with a rag. And we were talking about the benefits of, of us testing and testing on animals that hated to be groomed, testing on animals that just, yeah, just didn't like it. And we're like, no, they, they love it. And with your fingers in the action, you can finally, you know, you can, you can feel the feedback immediately. Um, yeah. And she said, I'm going to buy a pair of gloves. I'm going to go home and test it right now. And if it works, I'm going to put a video up. And she did that day. There was a video on our Facebook page of her grooming zebra. And zebras are tricky. You guys know that. <laughs> they have an zebra, anger she, issue a lot of times. Yeah. Yes. And this zebra that she couldn't even, you know, wash down with a cloth was getting into the gloves. And like you said, he was dropping his head and getting into it and kind of leaning into her. And she posted that video. And that's the biggest one for me. Like I said, that's the first show and the first 
wild animal, if you will, <laughs> ah. um, that that loves that massaging touch and. We, yeah, we that, hear that daily. Test. I, I yeah. saw it. I mean, we we used it in our August in our Gently Wild Horse course. And what those horses are completely untouched, right? They've been out yep. on a mountain somewhere. Yep. Yep. And we literally bring them down in a stock trailer and yep. open it up. And where they're fed down through a lane. And they go into their individual uh, stalls. And then yep. it's really just a pen. And then yep. we bring them one by one into the Gently uh, pen where we can reach to one side of the horse yeah. and begin to touch them. And they, you know, they crawl up the side at first and won't yeah. be touched by a hand. So the first yeah. touch is so important because it, it proves to them that they're not going to die. Right. If, if we yes. just hold <laughs> our hand on there, right. Oh, they, I'm not dead yet. And, and, uh, and you can just see them start to go like, but this can't be right. This is a predator, yeah. you know, who's laying a hand yeah. on me. And, and, um, and I'm a flight animal. I'm supposed to be gone by now. And yes. <laughs> you can see their brain kind of starting to crank. And then when they feel it, we go right for the wither, you know, as a, as a rule, oh, if we can get our shoulder, if we can't quite get to the wither and yeah. we'll just do a little rub and they'll like, and then, and then retract that hand so that yeah. they go like, Hey, you know, predators don't go in and go away. They come yeah. in, they stay. Right. And, and they, they and keep so, going. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're worried about that. And when you pull that hand away, and you come yeah. back with another little rub. Well, I mean, these horses it, with the hands on, it, they they really went really quiet because normally what we're doing is rubbing with a stuffed glove. You know, we take a leather yeah. glove, stuff it yeah. with some socks or something, put it on the end of a stick so that we can stay safe with our arm. Yeah. So we did yeah. a little bit of that first. But when we did the hands on glove on there, you just immediately go like, you saw their licking and chewing and the softer eye and, and yep. the relief, you know, that, that they weren't going yeah. to be hurt. And, yeah. and these horses were not abused or anything. They were just completely wild, which is what yeah. we use. Untouched. Yep. Untouched. And that's it. Yep. And even, even though there, they were, this was a group of Morgans that we used and it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't no. matter the breed. Yeah. They were no. just smaller, which was nice, <laughs> a little yeah. bit easier. <laughs> but no, we we loved we loved that, and that was our great new experience with a different kind of tool. And for us, it was like this is the tool we need to be a part of the process of the of the gentling of the horses. So, so so I should congratulate you here. I think you Thank are at you. five years old. That is the company five years old. Yes. Yes. Yeah? February. Yep. Congratulations. That is, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're getting through your first uh, survival mode, I think five <laughs> years is almost the graduation point, isn't it? You're, it are you is, yes. <laughs> Very good. And you've won awards from uh, Best Grooming Products at SuperZoo and Pet Business Industry Awards. Tell me a little bit about QVC. Yeah, um, uh, QVC saw all of the awards. Like you said, we've won the the top, um, the the biggest pet show award in the world. A um, couple of them, Super Zoo and Global. Um, we won best grooming product and best natural product um, several times over. And QVC saw that and said, "Hey, <laughs> we want to revamp our pet program." And they came to me, and I was like, um, okay, yeah, let's, uh, let's do QVC. And um, it turned out that they wanted me on camera. And I, coming out of the production business, I don't like being on camera. And I, I didn't. I, I, it's gotten better now. But I, when they came to me, I was like, 
I kind of hate being on camera. <laughs> We're like, no, you'll be fine. We're like, okay, that's cool. Let's do it. And there's a school that they put you through. Oh, and you that's have good. to go through the school to be on camera. And in the classroom, I get there in the classroom upstairs. They're talking about why they put people through the school. And they say, because people get nervous and they sweat all over their food or they pass out, <laughs> hit their head, bleed all over the oh, stage. And I'm screaming in my mind going, that's me. <laughs> I'm going to do all of that. <laughs> and, and then they, we get to the classroom and they march you down the song hall and downstairs into the studio where we have to get on stage in front of everybody and do your pitch. And that whole march, I was literally looking for an exit because I was going to take it. And I was like, I will never see these people again. I We're good. <laughs> and I never found an exit. Wild horses here. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> but, yeah, I never found an exit, and they threw me on stage, and and uh, I went through it, and it worked, and we're the number one ranked pet product on QVC wow. across still the board. Are. Still and are. That's been a couple of years, I think, you've been doing. Yeah, I, uh, we're the number one ranked here and in Europe. I uh, was before um, the shutdown <laughs> going to London and um, Pennsylvania just back-to-back. Wow. And it was it was good, and we're, yeah, so it was, it, it's been a fun ride. It was, like I said, it was terrifying at points, many points, but yeah, that's it's been pr- worth Probably it, the so. hardest part of starting a business is to say, oh, now you're going to go on camera too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> In front I, of a live audience. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> of millions of people talk. watching you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I couldn't have you on without asking you this question too, because you, you come from the production world and you come, there's so much CGI today. Do you yeah. See us going in the wrong direction with that in our industry, not the horse industry, obviously the movie industry, but I I feel like we're losing that real feel of animals and we've got the wrong people maybe in charge of, of that CGI. I don't know. Um, I agree with you a thousand percent. Oh, well, if you're thinking we're going the wrong direction, I think we are. Um, And everything that I've seen when they do the CGI, they're not animal people doing the CGI. That's the problem. They don't know. They haven't studied. They, they won't take the time to study and look into the movement of the animal, um, be it a horse, a bear, anything. And it's just, it's not natural. If you know animals, you can see it as soon as it starts. Like, no, that's not how they move. Um, so that, yeah, that's my opinion on that. Yeah, I'm just wondering about that. So we need to, you know, somebody out there in industry land uh, in the horse world needs to figure out how to help Hollywood out with that. And yeah. uh, <laughs> gee, I might, might find, you know, might be a finding its way in there. But, you know, like there's my producer laughing. She hates fake Winnie's. Fake Winnie. <laughs> I know. Well, where else people can people find uh, hands on gloves and you know their sizes and everything else too so i don't want to lose that fact i want to get people yeah, these things and helping their animals Tell us thank you do. so much and the sizes um i did a junior size to get the kids involved um so we've got junior small medium large and xl so we've got a glove for everybody um right. so that's what we have and we have uh, right now we have purple green and the original black qvc actually has gray red purple and the black um so if you want a different color go to qvc.com um i and didn't then know that oh my gosh i need to get red ones that was new. They, we just did that <laughs> 
Very cool. We got it exclusive here too. And you know what's best, Jen? I, you have to use these. Things. They the hair doesn't stick on the glove. Like you just shake your wrist yeah. a little bit, and the hair just comes right off. And you know what that has solved? The chapstick problem. You know, like when you're grooming your horse, and and if you have chapstick or some kind of gloss on, you have hair on your lips for the <laughs> for the next fifteen minutes. Well, I mean, I can shake it like down by my ankles, and no. <laughs> I don't get I don't get it in my lips. So it's awesome. It's awesome. It's an I love, awesome. That's the first time I've heard that one. I've heard them oh, the eyes. I'm like, I need to get some eyeglasses for everybody. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now I need a mouth guard, which we're living no, in now. There we go. Don't need it. Just yeah. And if, if I'm if I may interject just one more. Just one yeah, more because I'm kind of a grooming tool snob. Yes. Hands on gloves, plural, because when you buy them you get a pair. Thank you so much. Yeah. Because when you buy a grooming glove, singular, it only fits on yeah. one hand. I'm sorry, but that hand yeah. gets tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. A, a wither on both sides. And I love giving them the wither rub. Like, you know, just like they do out in the field, they get you those bet. teeth, they get their teeth and they do the right where the wither is. You know, and the yeah. moms start that with the babies and that there's nubs on there are just like, you know, they're like little mom's teeth on there too. And you get it on yeah. both sides going and man, yeah. you know, the neck sticks out and the eyes go soft and yeah, it's, they're great. They're great. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Jay, for hanging out with us. Yeah, Thank it was fun, guys. Jay. Thank you for giving Appreciate us a little background it. on that. And, and please call us when you get something new going on, too, and we'll put her on. Let's do it. We've got several new products coming this year. So thank you guys so much. Whisper the language of the herd. Listen, you don't have to say a word. It's time for Jamie Jennings to fetch an email from Monty Roberts' inbox and share a morsel of Monty's wisdom in a little segment we like to call Ask Monty. Leave this world a better place in mind. The magic in the language of the Dear Monty, my horse bobs his head when I ask him to tuck or collect his stride. Can you explain this? Monty's answer. Virtually every time a horse misbehaves from the standpoint of head carriage, it is caused by the rider's hands. Whether we realize it or not, horses can only react to our signals. They just don't act without cause. I suggest the following mouthing procedure be employed. I have found the use of side reins to be the most effective treatment for the behavior you describe. Attach a pair of elastic and leather side reins to a surcingle and allow the horse to toss his head, simply meeting the side reins and stretching the elastics. Normally, horses will stop the head tossing after four or five sessions following these recommendations. I have used this method of mouthing a horse for now well over 50 years and have found it to be the most effective. One should be mindful of the need to gradually tighten the side reins so that slightly more pressure is applied as you work through these exercises. It is helpful for one to longline while the side reins are in place, as this action more closely approximates the act of riding the horse. If this causes the head bobbing described, that's wonderful, as it allows the horse to learn while activating the elastics in the side reins. It is important to be patient and make changes very gradually. 
A change made too abruptly can cause the horse to fight the side reins and might even result in it falling over. Err on the side of caution, but once you have cooperation, then it is fine to increase the tension. For more of these insights into good horsemanship, go to MontyRoberts.com and click on the words Ask Monty at the bottom of the page. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Where in the world is Monty Roberts? Monty is looking forward to meeting some new friends, two-legged and four-legged. February 14th, that's Valentine's Day, we start the intro course, Module 2. We'll be in the midst of that as this comes out. It's join up. And then the 17th to the 19th, the intro course, Module 1, which are the first steps to Monty's methods, a lot of dually work. And then 21 to 23 of February is the intro course, Module 3, long lining or as we like to say, double long line lunging. And then 24 to 26 is the intro course, module four, which is prepping for those intro exams because those guys are going to go on and be certified, which is awesome. And then in March, we have five through seven, we have a horse sense and healing for first responders and veterans. And then March 12 through 14, we have an intro course, module one, first steps to Monty's methods. And 15 through 26, we have the introductory course of horsemanship, the full thing all at once in two weeks and then on the 20th we have a horsemanship 101 those are really fun we've added march 20 and may 3 for the horsemanship 101 it's a one day experience uh it, it's new with the concepts or a mother daughter father daughter that kind of thing and then in april we have the first to the third is the intro course module two which is join up and then april four to six is the intro course module three that's that long lining again double line lunging and then in may extended calendar here may third we have the other horsemanship 101 there you go and if you couldn't put all of that to memory i know i certainly couldn't you can go to montyroberts.com and find all of that and so much more don't forget the adopt button on the top right hand corner because yeah paprika is pretty special (laughs) (laughs) or you can go old school you can give the folks a call over there at flag is up farms 805-688-6288 And for details about today's show, go to horsemanshipradio.com. You're going to find links, photos, and information about today's topics and guests. And oh, by the way, can you find the Horsemanship Radio podcasts at montyroberts.com? Yes, of course. There you go. Go to Horsemanship. There you go. Just go to montyroberts.com. There you go. And we love your feedback. A great way to do that is following Monty Roberts on social media. His Facebook page is Monty Roberts with a little blue check mark. And on Twitter and Instagram, it is Monty underscore Roberts. And speaking of technology, download the free Horse Radio Network app for your Android or iPhone. It's free and easy to use. You can also listen on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. Yep. And many thanks to our sponsors, too. That's Hands On Gloves with uh, Jay Michelson, who was on our show today, which is really fun. And then it's also MontyRobertsUniversity.com, which is our education. Be sure to visit all the other great shows on the Horse Radio Network, too, at www.horseradionetwork.com. Until next time, have many happy horse hours. (music) 